Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist this wonderful Monday morning. I am actually drinking a new thing that I've tried from Starbucks. It's actually one of their cold brews with almond milk foam on top and some cinnamon, which is totally my jam. And no, I am not sponsored by Starbucks. That would be far too dangerous, and I would drink way too much coffee. So just giving you a little tidbit that they do have some new drinks to try if you are into that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's been delicious, and I feel like just a little bit of creaminess and a tiny bit of sweetness, which is my style. I like my coffees mostly um, tasting like coffee. So today's topic is how unprocessed or unresolved trauma shows up in the workplace. And commonly, a lot of therapists, when we talk about trauma, often people think about how this shows up in relationships, how this shows up in our sleep, or, you know, they talk about PTSD symptoms that are very specific and typically more severe and more about the diagnosis of PTSD. But we often don't talk about and really bring to life the subtle ways that trauma can Im impact our, the different areas of our lives, including how it impacts our work and our career. Um, just as an aside, I do think that unresolved trauma can hold us back because we won't be as um, confident in our ability to put ourselves out there, to take risks and to even try for certain jobs or to ask for certain promotions or for certain salaries and that sort of thing. So just as an aside, I think it like from the get-go can kind of prevent people from taking risks because they don't trust their ability to handle rejection or failure well. And when we don't trust our ability to do that well and to be able to get back up and be resilient from that, then we don't put ourselves out there. We don't make ourselves vulnerable. And so from the get-go, it's already kind of putting people in, a, in an interesting place where they may not go after certain positions or go and do something on their own because they have that fear of failure or they don't trust themselves to handle going through hardships, which sometimes it makes sense because if, if we have unresolved trauma and mental illness that we're struggling with, you know, even the subtle things can kind of trigger us and set us on a path of acting out. And so... Part of that does make sense, and so we do have to heal and build back that trust with ourselves to really put ourselves out there in the workforce. Um, but not only in that way, when we are in a career, unresolved trauma can show up in other subtle ways too where we may not speak up at meetings or we may not set boundaries. So often people that have unresolved childhood trauma will kind of hold their voice back and sometimes be like doormats um, and not speak up for themselves or advocate for themselves when somebody is mistreating them or talking over them. The other thing that I've seen as well, and I, we know that happens um, based on my work with people as well, is sometimes if we have a, a lens of trauma, any sort of feedback can kind of be twisted in our head as being overly critical or overly negative. Now, feedback is hard for all of us, myself included, but over time, I've seen it even in my own life as I've healed trauma, how I've been able to accept it in a better light and take the usefulness from it and that little nugget of what I need to improve and learn on without making it about my core self. So for instance, if someone comes to me and is like, oh, you did a bad job on this, I don't think like, oh, I'm a bad person or a failure at this job. I just take it for what it's worth at face value and say, oh, I have some skills and areas I need to develop in this one 
very specific area, right? And, and sometimes if we struggle with shame or we struggle with trauma, even if we get that little nugget of feedback like, oh, you didn't do this right, people can kind of hear instead that lens says, oh, I did everything wrong, or oh, I'm not good at this job, or oh, you know, I can't be trusted with this position. And so it becomes a really big thing where even the small little tweaks of feedback can be taken out against ourselves and we can see it as being about who we are or how capable we are at that job, um, which as you could tell over time would get really exhausting, right, from both perspectives. So for the ones who are feeling that way, we can often you know, feel like we're not doing a good job at work. Um, but also from a management and leadership perspective, it gets kind of tricky to navigate and tell that person feedback because over time you see how they react and you, um, you know, although it's important to still give them feedback, it can be hard to do it and you might hesitate to do it because you know that even the little stuff is going to be seen as this huge, huge thing and take a hit to their self-esteem, Right. And so I want to give both both perspectives on that because I will speak for myself. I have definitely been on both sides. Um, you know, the other thing too is that sometimes people with histories of trauma can stay in a really toxic workplace for a very long time because they're kind of used to chaos or they're kind of used to being treated a certain way. So they may have what we call like kind of this sick loyalty where they stay somewhere even though it's not good for their mental health. And I love this quote that Brene Brown talks about where she says, healthy people don't survive long in toxic environments. And I use that sometimes for my clients because sometimes they value loyalty and staying at a job over their mental health. And I remind them, like, it's we're not supposed to stay at a job if it's not healthy for us. And it's not you being strong, sticking it out, and just, like, putting up with BS. It's actually you being unhealthy and having to change yourself to being unhealthy and continuously taking in that trauma and stress of that workplace to stay in that position. You know, I know again, generationally, there used to be this idea of loyalty and you stay in one job your entire life. And I, I do value loyalty, but I think it has to come with boundaries. It has to come with an environment that's healthy or at least willing to work on their stuff. And if you find over time that the environment you're working in is not healthy and it's not just about your lens and how you're perceiving things, then you need to heal and get out of that environment because staying in that environment is going to keep you unhealthy. It truly is. And I know that that was kind of a hard thing for me at first too because I wanted to just stick with one place and do one thing and it was hard for me to set those boundaries for myself and advocate. Um, so again, these are the major ways that I, I see trauma show up in the workplace where feedback is taken really poorly. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention is that sometimes too, if we struggle with trauma, we can be very perfectionistic in the workplace and even small mistakes become big in our minds and we can be really hard on ourselves, which you could see could inevitably create a lot of stress in the workplace where we're constantly feeling anxious or on edge. Um, and especially if we perceive that like any feedback from our management team or other people is negative, then we're also going to be on edge and kind of like, you know, waiting for people to come and tell us like we didn't do something right, which by the way, all of us make 39 mistakes a day, myself included. And so making mistakes is a part of the workplace. 
And if you're not in a workplace that is supportive of that and says that you can make those mistakes, obviously not like the same mistake over and over, but you know what I mean, where it's like, you know, we're all human and make mistakes throughout the day, then I would say that that might not be the healthiest environment. Um, But more importantly, that you allow yourself to be human, right? And you allow yourself to take in feedback for what it's worth and not make it about your worth. All right, y'all, that is all I have to say today about workplace trauma and how unresolved, well, unresolved trauma can show up in the workplace. If you have any questions or feedback, I would love to hear from you. I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday and we will talk tomorrow.